our two cents. With Oscar. sudden stop suddenly it came to a stop happy wednesday everyone it is wednesday july the third year what day is it what national day is today we don't even know what national day it is but we'll find out later anyways so today i will be having a conversation with a gentleman known as nerdo sario rex on tiktok the gentleman, I, I'm going to see, this is the kind of mistakes I do over and over again. And it never seems like I can fix them because I keep making them over and over again. Anyways, but one second, just one tiny second. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's send him the Zoom link and wait for the gentleman to join us. Now, he's got a pretty interesting take. Not take. It's not even his. it, it, It is. It's the facts of history. I hate this microphone. Bear with me. Bear with me. Hold in there. Yes, there we go. That's better. Um, He shares... A lot of history facts um, from queer culture. Um, now, I'm not in any way, shape, or form in that world, but it's. I would love to know the history of uh, how people who feel in a different body have been oppressed in the past. Now, I'm no expert in the subject at all whatsoever. I just find... The facts of this uh, 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 of uh, his history of history interesting, um, but let me do one more thing over here just to make sure. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. One second now, you know. <laughs> I don't know how YouTube works, but we've been having some great success so far. But we'll talk about that on a later episode. Anyways, right now, I would like to introduce you to Daniel Santana, a.k.a. Nerdosario Rex. Let's have your There you Daniel. Oh, your mic's not on. I can see you, but I cannot hear you. Okay. There we go. Now your mic's on. <laughs> How's it Uh-oh. going, Daniel? Uh, it's going good. It's going good. I Uh-oh. I messaged <laughs> you, but I never, never really got your name. And I really, really apologize. And right now that I was trying to do the little introduction I do, 
I was like, damn, I messed up. I didn't get his name. <laughs> so oh, no, I, <laughs> I just um, went I, off of your TikTok uh, name. But once I saw your name, I was like, all right, his name is Daniel. So I'll go with that. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. My name is Oscar, by the way. Um, oh. I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself. And I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, no, you're good. Actually, <laughs> I was going to ask, I, do you mind if I live feed this also on my TikTok? No worries. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. We can do awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't know, I've been trying to do more of that just because I know, like, I don't know, it's just random. It, it's just content. Just, I mean, you're, this things. is what you're doing. You're creating content, so it's awesome, you know. Um, oh. Let's back up a little bit. So let's go ahead and introduce yourself. Let us know, let us know who you are and what you do and uh, how long have you been doing it? Awesome. So um, I guess as far as the TikTok channel goes, I really, um, I guess I consider myself new. I didn't really start publishing stuff um, until like maybe September, I want to say, September of last year uh, during the pandemic. Um, and so um, the, I guess um, the stuff that I do on the side is I do teach on the side. I teach, um, I teach uh, Latin America. Well, I was, uh, I was right now I'm teaching um, uh, a U.S. His, uh, immigration class right now at Arizona State. Um, I also teach at community college. I teach world history. Okay. Um, so um and I also like uh, I work for a data office here at the at the University of Texas at El Paso, so um, I kind of working a, have I wear a lot of different hats. But um, of course, I got my uh, my PhD in history, so that's why I, I do a lot of I guess I publish a lot of historical I guess content, you know. But um, of course, you know, related to like the stuff that I like to study, you know, so things related to um, you know to uh, I guess indigenous studies. Um, most of what I publish, of course, I. Uh, that I put on TikTok is like things related to indigenous Mexico. You know, sometimes I venture out into other places. Like I'll go like, like I know I just did some stuff on Brazil. Um, I, I did some stuff recently on um, Filipino connections in Mexico. So, I mean, I'm trying to expand a little bit more, you know, just to kind of talk about, um, you know, my goal is to talk about kind of, um, you know, these historical topics that, you know, usually we don't hear about often, you know, things that people usually don't learn about in the K through 12 histories um, in the K through 12 educational system, uh, you know, so kind of some of the things I like to talk about are just under things that are underrated, you know what I mean? Or you don't often right. hear about. Right. No, I, yeah, exactly. And that's why I mess. I sent you the message because I was like, oh, this the, all this history facts that I was getting from you. They're interesting. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that it, it has. <laughs> it doesn't even have anything to do with the. Uh, with what the history was about is just the facts of what it used to be like and how it, it, it got, uh, it got changed over. I, I don't, I wouldn't even know if it's overnight. How, how long did it take from, from when, when we're talking about the queer, queer, uh, history facts, right? Okay. So let me just, yeah. let me just specify that. How long did it take from, from to go from, from the, the, what was the guy that used to call him Mi Amor Chiquitos? There was, oh yes, the, that's um, the one I'm talking. That was from the colonial period. That was the that was from the little documentary of um of Cotita. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. That was actually um you know so um that was from a documentary that I shared actually that um that um, um you know some sometimes um you know like I get lazy and I'm like you know what I think let me show people some of these cool documentaries that I like to watch you know like bits and pieces of it. You know, because sometimes it's like, okay, I could make my own video, but like, you know, if there's already something out there, let me put it out there. You know what I mean? And so, um, 
you know, so I kind of consider like TikTok kind of like my my like classroom, like for, for like my classroom for the masses, right? So like hey, I'm right there listening. <laughs> yeah, and it's like anyone can pop it, except that anyone could pop in whenever they want. I'm not gonna grade them and stuff like that, you know. Right. And so like when I show those movie clips, it's like or those documentary clips, you know. Um, for me, it's like okay, you know, it's like when you're when you're when the teacher, or the professor puts a movie on, and that's just like okay, you Watch know what it. I mean? And, um, <laughs> yeah, and um, and of course, you know, I'll I'll add my subtitles to it because uh, you know, that one was it was in a it was in Spanish. Um, but yeah, like I, I guess as far as like how, how how much time has passed, you know, it's interesting because that uh, that particular case that they're talking about, uh, I think it takes. I want to say if I remember correctly, I don't I don't remember if it was like the late 1600s or early 1700s. That's look late look 1600s. back at the actual documentary. Yeah. Um. But um. It's interesting, right? Because um, you know um, um. You know, it kind of. I had just done um. I was kind of doing it as a nod to one of these videos that I did earlier on a on an article that I was covering uh, by this uh, historian named Zeb Tortorici, who's the homie also. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and um. And he was talking about these uh in this circle of indigenous men, you know, in the early 1600s that you know that they were being persecuted also by the Inquisition. Where basically, you know, like kind of it was almost like a very similar story, right? Where it's like, you know, at first this was a case about two people and a case of homosexual sodomy. But then, mm -hmm. you know, as they were, you know, as they were torturing these guys to get more information out of them, uh, you know, they ended up uncovering like 20-something people that were also, you know, like like, you know, pe people that would sleep with them and stuff like that. And in some cases, you know, some of these people had orgies and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's funny too, because you know, like when you read these kind of stories, it's like, damn, you know, our our ancestors are grimy just like people are today. You know what I mean? Like that, we like to think of like people in the past, you know, being more like prudes, you know. Yeah. When it comes to things that are But that you involved. know what? You know, you know how that I I realized that that was a lie that people were not as prude as they seem to be. At least when I was a child, because if you think about it, our well, at least I'm from El Salvador, right? You, you, I know you're from Jalisco. You pointed out on your TikTok, okay? Yeah, so well, family's from Jalisco. Okay, yeah. well, your family, yeah, yeah, your family's from Jalisco, so your roots are from over there. So, but I was born in El Salvador, and as I know for a fact that my grandma had twelve kids, one of her sisters had another eleven. Granted, it was with the same guy, but those people were not at all if they were having that many kids i i that that thing is just it's not it's not what it seems like to be so those people were getting oh, into man, some when, when you listen to the village cheese and tomb, i mean like you know like when i mean i'm not gonna name specific people or anything like that but like you know like when you go back to the pueblo you know like when i go back to visit my mom's pueblo you know like it's like oh so-and-so slept with that person and that person and that person and you know and they're just like okay like you know what i mean it's like <laughs> It's like, you know, so much for people, for our, you know, people that are, you know, not, even the people in the not so distant past, you say, know. Say like, it for decent oh, people, so-called, so-called decent people, air quotes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. gente decente. Was yeah, funny. right? pero <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think they're just as, what's the word I'm looking for? Would it be kinky? <laughs> right? I guess we could say kinky. Right. Or normal. We could even say human. Eh? Well, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a human, it's a natural, what is that? I, I lose my words. It's a natural feeling that anybody gets, right? I mean, whether it's straight, gay, or queer, whatever there is, it, it's a natural feeling. You, you're going to want to have, you're going to want to hug somebody. You're going to want to feel your, your significant other's body next to you. You're going to want to do that. I, 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 I do that with my wife too. I, she, she, I want to feel her body next to me. I'm pretty sure you're just as the way I am. 
exactly the same. You want to feel your partner next to you. And is promiscuous the word I'm looking for? Maybe or just be intimate, right? Like, yeah, there I mean, you go. That's a better word. <laughs> so yeah. everybody, everybody <laughs> has that sensation that they want to be intimate with their partners. So I don't understand why it's weird. And, and the hate that you get, I've, I've seen you reply a couple of hateful yeah. messages too. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's fun. Well, you know, I like, I like it when people write negative comments sometimes, cause you know, it not necessarily that it gives me a chance. To, I mean, sometimes I'll be mean and I'll like attack back, you know what I mean? Being a smart ass, like, you know, or like <laughs> you have to. I'll kind of like I'll attack people back with facts. That's kind of something I like to do sometimes, or I'll just say something smart assy just to get under their skin, you know, <laughs> like, um, or something or something along those lines, you know, um, but you know, I don't know. I, I, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no worries. I do that too all the time. <laughs> I'm yeah, always like, but, oh, what was I going to say? Damn, I forgot. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, you know, but sometimes you come across crazies, you know, on TikTok, you know, I mean, just like anywhere on the internet, you know, like there's people that will say things like, oh, this is fake historical information. And I'm like, dude, there, well, there's documents, there's court cases, you know, and mm -hmm. these are people's written testimonies. You're saying that it, they're like, no, somebody made it up or it's fake or I don't know, it's fabricated. And it's like, Whatever, dude, you know? Right. Um, but there's just some people that can't be convinced. But there's also a lot of people that are trolls, you know? So you kind of have to have a thick skin. And you kind of, I kind of just, sometimes I just let them talk, you know? But, um, but you know, I, I, I've honestly been wanting to do kind of more of these topics, right? Because uh, within history, right, there's also a field known as the history of sexuality, you know? So there's mm -hmm. historians that, like, they love talking about just anything having to do with sexuality in general, right? And, um, you know, of course, what interests me is like learning about homosexuality. But I mean, there's some really cool stuff, too, when you learn about stuff that happens like between men and women. And and I think, you know, so like, for example, one of the books that I mentioned was um, Sexuality and the Unnatural by uh, it was it's an edited collection. And, you know, and some of these one of these chapters talks about, you know, these nuns in the in the convent and, you know, and using a crucifix to masturbate and like nuns getting grimy stuff like that I, i've seen and, you that know, and it's, it's it's stuff that we don't you know like we you, you of course you're not going to learn that in the k-12 classroom oh, yeah know? obviously um but i mean it's like dude like i mean like people from not that long ago were very you know I, we're I very think, human like we are today exactly right that's what i was gonna say i think as as, as human as we are that uh um that that uh that part of us it it's it's a necessity I don't know about you, but it, when it goes for a couple of days, more than a couple of days with my wife, I'm I'm just going to speak about this. <laughs> Excuse me. When it goes for a couple of days without having any in intimacy with my wife or anything like that, I, I yeah. start feeling it in myself. I start feeling angry and stuff like that. Like anything sets me up. So I don't understand how that quality of quality. I, I lost my word. Um, that uh, that thing that humans want. How is that a sin? You know, and it's throughout history. Like it, we, we, we should have, well, 300 plus thousand years of, of, of human history that most of that is missing. Right. But a lot of that, it's a lot of orgies and parties that they were having. But yeah. Don't and you I mean, think, you know, these it's human instincts have always been around, you know, that's the see, word I'm but, looking for human instinct. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I guess what we see has changed, you know, is just, you know, the level of restrictions. Right. And I mean, it's not to say that um, one of the points that I try to also make uh, or that I'm trying to make more in like some of the newer videos that I'm making is that, you know, I'm not trying to make, trying to say that, you know, for example, that, you know, that back in the day and, you know, that native societies were totally like, you know, sexually liberal and stuff like that. I mean, compared to the Spaniards, some you could argue maybe they were, 
Um, I mean, I think in a lot of the ones that I talk, a lot of the groups that I talk about, it seems to be the case, right? So, you know, for example, in some of the videos I did before, you know, um, they talked about like, for example, within Aztec society, right? Or Mexica mm -hmm. society, um, they've talked to, you know, according to the documents, you know, they, they tell us that homosexual, that it was known that, you know, that there was homosexuality in certain, in certain areas. And, um, you know, and that some areas that there was, it was tolerated in some areas it wasn't, but it was like, for the most part, it seemed like people who were what we would call today homosexual, I guess, um, they just kind of like, they were like more like, like the butt of jokes, you know, kind of like today, mm -hmm. you know, but, um, you know, only like in extreme cases, I guess they would be punished, right? Like, right. Um, but it really depended on the region, right? And we really don't know because it's like, uh, you know, there's a lot of contradictory claims, right, out there uh, because um, there's just so many sources out there, right, um, that say contradictory things. And then, you know, and what makes it even more kind of hard to kind of come to a conclusion about what things were like back then was that, you know, um, a lot of these sources sometimes they're written by, by, you know, by Native people or informed by Native people, but this is after the Spanish conquest already, you know, mm -hmm. so they're kind of going off of like oral traditions, they're interviewing people, um, and, you know, they're asking them, like, how were things back then? Um, and, you know, and so, and the thing is that, um, that like, the ones who are writing these down are often the, the, uh, the Franciscan friars, which are, you know, the religious authorities, right? Yeah, like, they're yeah. writing this down, and sometimes they have to filter it, right? Because they, they don't want to put anything that they that could be interpreted as being sacrilegious. Um, and so, you know, um, there's a lot of, um, there's some filtering in the process, right? So we don't really know. But what's interesting, right, is that we learned, for example, that um, in a lot of these places in central Mexico, for example, in ancient times that they had what we would call, uh, um, I guess what they refer to today as burdashis, but these are, these, but, um, these are what we would call, um, um, quote unquote, men who performed as women. Oh, okay. uh, some men who lived their lives as women and you know and some of them even had like uh like uh what do you call it um like roles as priests um and some even like um fulfilled spiritual duties um mm -hmm. and in some cases right um one of the guys that i've uh that was whose work i was reading i think it's horace wells his last name i believe uh he was uh he studies the he has studied um indigenous societies in peru and mm -hmm. seen how like you know and in, in some cases right where if there's if they feel that there's too many too much men in the population, you know, sometimes they'll raise one of the one of the young the young children, one of the young boys as as women because of the gender imbalance. You right. know, so it's it's weird. Like we see a bit not weird, but we see a bunch of like <laughs> where's not a good word. But you know, we see a, a variety, right? That. Like these kind of practices that we would call today, like, you know, like we would consider today queer or something like that. But for them it served a very different purposes, right? Or it was Looked at differently, I guess. Right. You you brought one thing up the the who was writing the the laws and the rules, right? It was the Franciscans, you said, or the which is Catholic, right. right? Catholics. So for a long time, you, this this is what I don't understand. So for a long time, the Catholic Church is the one that ruled everything, so they imposed all the rules, correct? So, but what I don't what, what, what's confusing to me is the Romans, they were known. For, for 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 man to man uh, activity, <laughs> what do you call um, action? <laughs> yeah, yeah, homosexual acts. Okay, there you, know, you go. Our, our sons, you know, we we are, um, one of the things that home, that historians have been like kind of gravitating towards, at least in my field, like um, mm -hmm. with regard to like sexuality studies, is we say homosexual acts instead okay. of homosexuality, just because there's like this whole debate about like you okay. know like well homosexuality is a that's a modern term, right? 
but right, we could right. say it's homosexual acts because it's technically like all right. I'm you know, like okay, I'm glad, I'm glad I know that now. So, homosexual yeah. acts. Okay, so they were yeah. known for that, right? And it was known that they, it, it was a bond that they created when when they had a the 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 homosexual act, right? So, what changed from from being like that to where the Catholic Church took it? How, how did it go from that? Is it did did the was it a law that they put for for it, it had to, where did it start though that's my question that's my well, see i don't i can't even <laughs> well, word my a, question a lot of it has to go back with um you know and um and i'm i'm painting this with a broad brush right um cuz uh, um but um but basically what you I, I think um one of the main one of the main institutions right was definitely the church uh, specifically the christian church because again these practice these homosexual practices right that we see like in the in the Greek and Roman traditions, for example, um, those were based on pagan traditions, you know, pagan, pagan country, pagan customs, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but um, you know, one one thing that I'm not clear about is exactly if if it's just the Catholic Church that kind of um, um, or the Roman Catholic Church, right? Um, that that was uh, that made it, I guess, uh, that made homosexual sodomy right a, a punishable act because. Um, so another thing that's complicated too about the law back in the day, right, is that. Um, so you had different, um, like you had, let's say there was three different jurisdictions, right? So like um, on the one hand, you had like what we would call the state government, right? So like mm -hmm. if you break the state's laws, you could be put in jail, right, by the state, or um, or and the other branch, right, is the local government, right? So like if you break, like let's say, a law of the town or the village that you lived in, you could go to jail, like, you could be put in jail by the village or whatever, and then the other authority, of course, is the church, right? So the church actually had its own court system, um, you know, for example, the Inquisition. Um, but, you know, you, if you break church laws in a place that you live in, um, you know, even if you were like a pagan, right? Like, or if you were someone who was like a quote unquote non-believer, um, you know, you could be put in jail, you know? So it's like, mm -hmm. so, you know, that's one thing I'm not too, too clear about is like, because um, yeah, it's, um, what do you call it? A uh, early, like Roman, early European society. It's not my particular specialty but right. from what i know from my general like i guess from my educational background is um you know that you had that um that uh at, it's, it seems to me like that the on the one hand you had the church right that would persecute people for homosexual sodomy but mo but the reason that they would persecute it was because um you know they considered it a sense for for you to have quote to have um to have sex that didn't lead to procreation but here's one of the things that's interesting that i learned from learning about um about sodomy, for example, was that sodomy didn't just refer back in the day. Sodomy did not just mean um, homosexuality. Sodomy, you you could be considered a sodomite if you had any sexual act that did not lead to procreation. So if so, masturbation was considered sodomy back in canon law, right? When the in the early 600s, you know. So if you had, um, oh yes, they considered if a woman was on top of you. Um, while you're having intercourse, that's considered sodomy because the woman's supposed to be in the bottom. Um, so yes, yeah, so if you were heterosexual and if there was a woman on top of you at any point, and somebody caught you, you're technically a sodomite, you know, because uh, okay. it, it was believed that they didn't lead to procreation, you know, and or if you had sex with the woman, but then you know you you ejaculated outside, um, that was considered sodomy. Right. And sorry, I know I'm using like, right. like no, well, no, you're good. Words, you're right? good. You're fine. No worries. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but it's interesting, right? Because it's like, um, basically, uh, a lot of this, I, I guess there was this stigma, right? Especially from the church about like, like there was this obsession with like, um, not spilling, 
um, not quote unquote wasting the male seed, right? Because the male seed was quote unquote considered something like sacred, right? And something something like that, right? right. And so, um, you know, so any act that where where uh, where male where where semen was spilled that didn't lead to procreation, it was considered like you know sacrilege. But I mean, again, you know, that's the rhetoric. But I mean, come on, we know in reality, um, <laughs> there's plenty more left. <laughs> Everyone could have been considered a sodomite, you know. Right? Yeah, everybody was doing it, but all I'm saying is there was still plenty left after that. Yeah, and the <laughs> fact that, and I mean, the way that we know that they're, that they're doing it is because of the fact that they're even listing the names of all the different um, acts that could be committed sodomy, right? So it's like to even right. know what the list is composed of, that means that people were doing it, right? Right. It, it's just like you make the rules because people are breaking them. Right. I, I just find it weird that it's so so many weird rules like that one. Women being on top, like, okay, what's that got to do with you? Now, the wonder you're saying that if they ejaculate, on, like, not inside the woman, to, not inside the woman to create, like, to procreate, right? That was also a sin. A sin. Um, but yeah. what I'm thinking is, this is what this, I don't know, this is how my brain works. That could that have came from a time where there was not enough humans around? Mm-hmm. And, and then that became into law, and then it just it just continued on. It just continued on to become a, a, a air quote sin. I'm pretty sure that there's people that could make that argument, you know, because I mean these are definitely times where you know, I mean we think about like anything before the anything before the Middle Ages even, right? Like, um, you know, I mean like epidemics were very rampant. You know, people didn't, you know. People didn't often make it to, uh, past age 50 sometimes, right? Um, you know, and like, and, you know, and poverty was often, often, poverty often meant starvation. You know, these were times, these were different times, I guess, where people were, I guess, um, where death was kind of more common, I guess, right? Right. You broke um, a leg, you were dead. Yeah. So, but I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure somebody would, could make that argument. I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I've personally, I've heard of like people, people making the argument that the reason why these restrictions became more imposed was part of it was for a way for the church to kind of impose its power on people. It makes more sense. Um, just generally speaking, but, um, and, you know, cause what's interesting is right. Is that like back in the day, Catholic, um, Catholic priests were, were considered, um, were able to have children, right. They could have, yeah. they could have kids, they could have yeah. wives and stuff like that. Um, but it wasn't later on until, and I don't, I'm not familiar if, um, because I know, I know I read this somewhere, one of the books that I was reading, but I know that um, over time, right, there was more restrictions being imposed, like people saying that the that the Catholic priest shouldn't be allowed to to get married or have kids because they were seen as having already too much power. So, you know, so over time, you know, there was more st- restrictions placed on them. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I suspect that, it ha- that this has to do with probably, you know, just different groups of people trying to get, um, exert their power over others, you know. Makes makes sense as well. But you know what I've heard about that, what you're saying, that uh, the priest, too much power? I've heard that they, I don't know if this is true, that this is things I read online, so most of it is true, right? Everything you read online, so just kidding. <laughs> no, so, but I read I read online that uh, the priest, they, they weren't allowed to have kids or be married because they were the owners of the church, the church and the property. And if they were married, then after he went and passed on, the women would become owner of the property. And, and the church wasn't going to allow women to become 
property owners of the church. That's what I've heard. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it also makes sense as well. It's plausible. Like I said, <laughs> I, um, the history of the church isn't my specialty. But I, I'm I mean, just hey, throwing it out there because I'm just, I, I understand. I understand you, your, your wheelhouse is in a, in, an area, in a different area, but it just came up and I just thought I wanted to share it oh, no, yeah, with no, you. I mean, honestly, but like I said, I'm going off. Um, I'm able to say certain things just because like, uh, so one of my specialties was, um, you know, because when you're doing your PhD, um, they you have your your primary field, your secondary field. Right. For me, that was um, my secondary field was Latin American history, and my my third field, um, my third specialty was in uh, gender and sexuality in medieval Europe. <laughs> so that's oh, okay. Like, that's where your area some, goes. <laughs> have some. I'm like that's why I'm like I could talk about some stuff that's with Europe and right. medieval period, and some stuff going a little bit back, but I'm uh, not like super like. <laughs> right. Let, let, let's come back to 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 uh, to the Americas then to like uh, to this side of the world. Um, so the the Mayans, was it you that talked about the calendar as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. OK, well, well, I just um, the Mayans and the yeah. Chichen Itza, what, what I don't even know how to say the name. Is it for Peruvian? Is oh, it wait, Peruvian? Wait. Oh, which cut? Uh, I'm it, sorry. You, did you mean the Mayan calendar? Yeah, thing? the Mayan calendar. Mm -hmm. Who like, I, I saw a comment that that somebody got the, the the calendar and they recreated the calendar like who who what were they talking about again oh yes well and i think there was um um and again like sometimes there's people that that make these arguments and i'm just like uh i don't know man that, that i mean like i get what you're trying to say but it's a very simplistic way of saying it but it's just like you know i'm like like sometimes like i don't argue with those people because it's like dude like this, this is gonna this is gonna take more than a three minute video like to to break it down like you know like i would have to do a whole youtube video talking about like you know the calendar system right because so for example i think uh one of the comments was something along the lines of like oh like didn't the didn't the aztecs steal or the mexica didn't they steal the mayan calendar something like that right and i was like well i guess somebody could try to make that argument but um the fact of the matter is, is that we don't really know because as far as we know the the mexica um the calendar, the Tonalpoali, as far as from what I've learned, um, is is known to have come from the Teoti, from Teotihuacan region, right? Um, at least the early beginnings of like the the calendar as we know it now, I guess, like with the with the symbols and everything. But it's known also that the Mesoamerican calendar system that that originated in Teotihuacan also came from the from the plains region, right? From the time of the Olmecs. So this is something that um, that knowledge that was passed down from the coastal region, you know, and of course that eventually made its way to the Mayan regions as well, you know. Um, so, you know, so when someone, so when I was seeing people make these arguments, like you know, like the the Aztecs stole it from the Mayans, it's like, I mean, like I guess you could try to make that argument, but not really, because it's like um, these, you know, these people they got their calendar systems, they they were informed by kind of. Um, by years, these generations of people in the region that studied and they shared information somehow, somehow the information trickled down. But you know, but to say that they're fundamentally the same is not is not exactly correct, right? I mean, like you know, the Mayan calendar has to. Uh, I don't know the intricacies of it, the nitty gritty of it. I haven't right. studied the Mayan calendar itself, but you know, even the symbols are different. You know, the uh, the Mayan calendar has a larger emphasis on the number thirteen, um, whereas the Aztec calendar has the tw has the twenty day cycle. But I believe it also has. The, I don't recall. I'm really bad at the Tonal Poali <laughs> stuff, but I, I don't recall if it has 13 months or if it has 10. 
No, I think it has 13. I don't know. I might have to ask my homegirl Meow Watch. I think she would know better than I do. All right. Um, so th- I used to know, you know, I used to study a lot of Aztec stuff, but then like, you know, as I got as I got older, I kind of started gravitating more towards Central West Mexico because I was like, man, everybody's learning about the Aztecs. Screw this. I want to learn about <laughs> my people. Right. Something you know? somebody doesn't is not really into, right? Something different than everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the hard part, too, sometimes about, you know, um, you know, about being a historian in a certain field is that like, you know, like, although I do like the Mesoamerican stuff, it's not to say that I'm like a 100 percent expert. Right. I don't know. Like, I can tell you, for example, like no, there's no way the anybody of, could, you know. Yeah. Like it's like they throw so much stuff at you at grad school, like, you know, that you have to learn and stuff. And um, but, you know, like if, if someone wants to tell me, like, you know, tell me the history of the Mayans from the beginning of like one of the civilization up to like the spirit of Spanish colonization, I'd be like, I could tell you about Tikal, I guess, and like some of the major civilizations and why, you know, the major Mayan city, you know, like collapsed and when the Mayans dispersed, but like, I don't, (laughs) yeah, like, but it's like when someone tries to tell me like, like, you know, some random fact or, or like, something random fact in detail it's like i don't know bro <laughs> like, <laughs> no you just you just you just know what you know right like i know like but i would um but you know like if i had to lecture for it right so like let's say if there's a class where i have to teach this stuff uh, i would do my research first you know so yeah. i would you know like i would look at academic articles you know what does the research say and then i would present on it so, exactly. so it's not to say that i can't talk about it it's like it's like give me a second let me look at my sources let me do my research like an like an academic would write, right. um, or as a teacher would, or as a professor would, and then I can go back and teach it, you know, because, um, you know, but but not everybody, you know, like, um, you know, has that skill, right? Because some people might just look up an internet article that might have totally wrong information, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that's the tricky part about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that, yeah, that's that, that's why I was saying earlier that we know that the internet doesn't lie, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes those articles can be way out, out there and it's just like it doesn't even make any sense or you know what i find harder too is when the writing is complicated like you got yeah. words and it's like oh, i didn't go to college i don't know how to read that <laughs> yeah and but, you know, I'm, not, I'm not gonna name names too like there was a you know i remember when i was younger there was a book that was uh supposedly about the uh about the mayan calendar and how the mayan calendar worked and i remember i was trying to read it like straight out of high school you know like i was like 17 16 year old but you know and and it was re- and it turns out though it was actually one of these books that stirred up a lot of controversy years later you know there was people saying that a lot of the information that he put that that author put on there um you know that it was like misinformation it was his his own interpretation and like he was saying stuff like oh like you know the main calendar is basically the same as the Chinese calendar and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, bro. Like, I, I think back at it now, and I'm just like, okay, good thing that I lost that book because it was basically like something that like some claim that somebody was making about the calendar. And like, I was just like, okay, yeah. Like me from today would have looked at that book and I would have chucked it. it so it, w- it wasn't as interesting as, as, uh, as you found out to be. Yeah. Just, just that it wasn't accurate. You know what I mean? It was oh, just like somebody accuracy. like, somebody like comparing the basically someone was it was somebody who was comparing the Mayan calendar to like the Chinese calendar and then you know um symbols in Egypt and stuff like that and from all over the world and making the claim that you know that that they were somehow all like that the Mayan calendar was all like 
basically the same as those symbols that were from different parts of the world that had nothing to do with Mesoamerica. And mm. I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. I, don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing you, you, you actually stayed in that path and now you found out that that book is, it's a, it's, it's not accurate. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's a learning process, you know, right. because, um, you know, cause the thing is that often, um, you know, a lot of the times I see people on my page posting, you know, conspiracy theory stuff or like saying stuff like, oh, like what you're saying is um, probably incorrect or it has no merit because, you know, you're, you know, you're, uh, you're citing, you know, historical documents. And of course, historical documents are written by the white man, whatever, yeah. right, which is true. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like, that's a valid critique, you know, but, you know, one of the things that they teach us in history, right, is like, you have to be able to kind of catch those biases too, right? So it's like, for example, like, you know, on the one hand, it's being able to say like, okay, this account written by this uh, Spanish colonizer or whatever, it says this thing, but at the same time, as a historian, you have to kind of, when you read it, you have to be able to discern the bias biases, right? Like, so for example, if they're calling indigenous people of a certain group, a bunch of lazy people, you're not going to go ahead and say like, oh, this group was lazy because this guy said so, right? It's yeah. like, well, instead, the way that you'll interpret it is as, you know, like this so-and-so Spaniard said that this group of indigenous people is um, lazy, right? So for example, I was studying the, what are called the Relaciones Geográficas, which are the geographic surveys for Jalisco and Michoacán. And, you know, and one of the Spanish chroniclers, right, um, was talking about like, oh, all the people in this group, like they have no, like they don't, they don't have any culture. He's like, they're all lazy. Like all the women do all the work and the men just kind of lay around and hunt, right? And so, you know, I'm not going to take that person's work for it. I'm going to say, well, this person obviously doesn't, you know, mm -hmm. um, he looks down on these groups, right? Like he despises them. And, um, you know, but like what we can deduce from that is that like, okay, it seems like the men in this, that like, it seems like there's definitely hunters in these groups, right? He's talking about men who go hunting mm -hmm. and he's talking about women that are going out farming and stuff like that. Like, okay, it's an agricultural society as well. So, you know what I mean? Like you have to kind of be able right. to, pick and uh, pick out the details right and discern from the biases now how much love do you have for for that history i'm pretty sure it's a lot right yeah well i mean like the the funny thing is that you know when i was like a high school student um you know i was like very about like wanting to learn a lot about like you know just my indigenous roots my indigenous culture you know i know that my family came from an indigenous community uh in mezcala de la asuncion in jalisco um, and it was considered an indigenous town. So I wanted to learn everything that I knew about like native people and stuff like that, about the Aztecs. But, you know, when I was very young, you know, I came across a lot of misinformation, you know, a lot of people that were hardcore cultural nationalists, but like that, like they didn't really read, like, I don't know, like they, like, how can I say it? Like, um, they believed in kind of a lot of the myths that existed about like indigenous societies and groups that were like very like, kind of like what I would consider today like historically inaccurate, right? So for example, some making of the claim that there was never warfare uh, in Mesoamerica. Um, some people making the claim that they didn't have religion, that they didn't have gods, right? That it was just like, they were all a bunch of atheists that were very like enlightened and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, man, there's definitely religion. There was definitely warfare. We see it like in the, you know, in the sculptures and in the documents and and, you know, and I even came up and part of the reason that I did the, the queer history stuff was that a lot of the people that I would find in those circles, um, a lot of them were these these guys that 
I suspect that they were in the closet. <laughs> um, and like they would say stuff like, oh, like there was no, um, like they would say things like, oh, like the Aztecs used to burn homosexuals, right? Um, or like, you know, if, if, if indigenous people knew um, if someone was gay, that they would kill them, right? And then I'm just like, where are you getting that information from? You know, and every time I would ask them, they would never be able to give me a straight answer, you know? Um, and sure enough, you know, and ironically, I find out later on that they're, they were repeating a lot of the lies that the Spanish colonizers were telling, you know, in these written documents, right? right. Um, which I kind of, I, I, which I kind of broke down in some of the older videos. Oh, well. okay. I gotta, I gotta watch those. I, I didn't go that far back because you got a lot of videos. But what I was going to say about, uh, you, you made a comment earlier about the, the, the history that, well, the, the winner always gets to write it. So they always put a, as they see it, because, I mean, if you're the one that wants to win, obviously you see them differently than what they, what things actually are, what, what thing, what, jeez, I can't even talk, what things actually are. <laughs> um, what do you, okay, just this question, it's on the same subject, but. A little bit off. If you could be a wall, a, a wall on the fly. Jesus, see, I'm telling you, a fly on the wall to to view any, to see anything how it actually went down. What era and where would you go? Oh wow, I think that that would be. Oh man, that would be that one would be a debate for me. Um, honestly, like I, I so I, I um, I think I would want to be in. In Michoacan during before and like right before the the Spanish conquest, I guess, just because like uh, so I've been studying, I ended up studying a lot of Michoac a, a lot. I ended up doing my dissertation on Michoacan just because originally I'm from Jalisco, but a lot of the sources that I would read about would talk about um, the area where my family's from that they would fight a lot with the Purépecha, you know. So so I wanted to learn more about Michoacan because it's like you know that's Purépecha Purépecha territory, and I'm like what's this about? You know, there's all these books about them and, you know, and so that's kind of what ended up leading me there. And, and I mean, and I was just like, wow, there's so much interesting stuff about Michoacan that I wish people would know more about, you know, that we only have one source that talks about Michoacan in pre-Hispanic times, which is the Relacion de Michoacan. And it's so underrated because it's like, dude, people have, like, we have um, reprints of it. I mean, you could buy it for like $5 on Amazon now. Okay, you know, um, awesome. and unfortunately, it used to be three parts, but only two parts survived of the original book. Oh. But it's like, you know, it's told from the perspective of in, of the native people from Michoacan. Um, they're basically telling their story to the to the um, to the Catholic frere. Right. Um, and he's basically like writing down everything that they're saying, you know, granted, you know, he puts some of his biases in here and there. Right. But like, you know, they're like, but it's like, dude, this is the closest we have, you know, to like knowing what they went through. And like, one of the things that I like, that's very interesting, right, is that they talk about the times that like, that they kicked the Aztecs' ass, right? Or that they kicked the Mexicas' ass, right? Like every time that the the, that the Mexica tried to conquer them, um, that they basically booted them out of their territories, you know? Um, but not just that, like, it's just like, um, I'm curious to know what life was like then, you know, like just based on, because you know, when you're reading a lot of these old historical, like, narratives right it makes you wonder like damn like like you know like as i'm reading it like i wonder like like okay like um you know you imagine the houses you imagine the trees you know um you imagine how the warriors are painted up and stuff like that right. you know because even in that in that in that document you know they have they include little pictures also of like of like the rulers and like the warriors and like the women and stuff like that and 
And I don't know, it's just, it's, it's just one of those things that, that always made me like, like, um, that I was always curious about, like, you know, like one, one thing that I actually fantasized or thought about doing at one point was like, was like, wouldn't it be cool if like I did like a, you know, cause I like anime. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay, like, was, wouldn't it be cool if there was a manga about like, I don't know, this warrior's life or something like, you know, who's, he's a fighter in the Morepecha army and like, you know, and like it talks about kind of his encounter, like fighting the armies of Moctezuma and then beating, beating Moctezuma's armies and then later yes. being like taken over by the Spanish. Like, I'm like, dude, like this is like an anime waiting to happen. <laughs> like, or uh, or some I, sort of movie waiting to happen. I think you have to be the creator of that because I would watch <laughs> that. I'm, I'm, you know what? I was, I wasn't. I'm gonna say wasn't into anime, but I've been watching some, some clips. <laughs> I wouldn't say whole episodes, but clips here and there. And I gotta say, that's that's way better than Dragon Ball Z. And that, and I used to love Dragon Ball Z. That used to be my thing, but it's <laughs> way better than that. just Naruto alone. I was watching, I was watching clips of it. And I was like, I gotta watch this. But you know what? You know what stops me from watching it? They're too far ahead. I, I don't want to sit there and catch up. Oh yeah, that's what I feel about Dragon Ball. I mean, like, there's so many, like, so many different. Um, what do you call it? Um, I mean, I've tried watching it with my brother and stuff, and like, I only, wa- I only get to watch what, like, basically whatever my brother has seen when I was in the same room as him. That's what I've seen from Dragon Ball. But yeah, it's just like, man, I, there's just so many like new <laughs> series and stuff like that. It's there's just, like, way too many. I, I, I think, I think I'm only watched from the beginning to end like from when goku was a child and i haven't seen any of the gts any of that i have not seen all the other regular dragon ball z's i've seen but it's 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 a lot too but those i i was actually keeping up as they were coming out but as far as naruto i think i'm way too far behind uh it, yeah, like i, I said know. if i catch clips I'll, I'll i'll watch it here and there but yeah anime is it's it's where it's at and it would be interesting to see what they what anybody can actually do with with the information that they have about what you're saying that they that would be interesting to have an, an anime cartoon of that or a movie it'd be interesting to yeah. see what anybody could do yeah. yeah and i mean they wouldn't even have to like start it from scratch they have the document right there that they could totally make the story from you know <laughs> right yeah you need a good a good a good person that can do a what to call uh animate animation animated cartoon i don't know what it's called I'm already trying to sound smart. <laughs> hey, yeah. You know, I've always said that I would I would go to Egypt and be that fly on the wall just to see how the pyramids were built. But that's too cliche. Everybody wants to see that. It I wanna do I wanna see now that you say that you chose the subject you chose to study because everybody else was already studying everything else and you were like, I wanna do something nobody's done. Now I'm thinking, hmm, do I really wanna see the pyramids? Or do I want to see the, they're not called pyramids, the one from this side, right? I mean, some people call them, I mean, I honestly, I just, I, I personally refer to them as temple platforms because I had okay. a, I had a professor once at my old school and he's like, look at them. He's like, they're not, he's like, they're not like shape wise. They're actually not pyramids. They don't have, yeah. you know, four, you know, solid sides or whatever. And I'm like, okay, you got a point, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so he just he's like he's like they're temple platforms and i'm like okay te- makes sense. temple platforms all right you got it i mean <laughs> if i'm not gonna say that's what i'm gonna call them but if i remember to that's what i'm gonna call them because that makes sense i mean obviously a pyramid the ones in egypt they're they're pyramids obviously there's no doubt about that but the ones that that we see and have on this side of the world it's those are completely different they they do have the four sides but they're not 
even, right? Because they got things coming out of them. They got more than stairs, just stairs. They got other things coming out of them. Yeah, like when you go to Teotihuacan, they're very complex. And I mean, even, and like when you go, for example, to um, to Sinsunsan in Michoacan, um, they're, they don't even call them um, pyramids. They just call them the... the the yakatas that's because that's what they were they were referred to as back then mm. so they call them the yakatas of sinsun san and also you know another unique um i guess what some people call pyramids right but they're not pyramids are mm. the there's um what we would call circular t- pyramids at a at a archaeological site called guachimontones and it's so, so unique like basically it's like um if you were to google search that guachimontones um g-u-a-c-h-i um, M-O-N-T-E-S. Like, it's like, it's like these circular platforms, right? And they have stairs and, and, um, actually I have a, a friend who used to work at that archaeological site. It's in Jalisco. Um, so I hope to do a video on that soon. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at him right now. Oh. Yeah. The circular platforms. Are yes. Pretty, pretty dope. Those things. I, have I have not, um, I, let me see if I can, if I can share this. I have not honestly seen any of that. Like those things that I, I cannot recall. What Wachimontones? Yeah, Wachimontones. Wachimontones. You know, they they find all. I I can't. I don't even know how to share this. Oh, here it is. Screenshot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I you. Here we go. I don't know if you can. Can you see it? No, you can't see. Ah, uh, there you go. Ooh. Yeah, those those are crazy looking. Did, did yeah. my video stop or something? I think my video stopped. Jesus, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Anyways, let me see if I can get it back. Yeah, I, I still have yet to visit. I've been wanting to visit the site. It's just that it's so far away from where my family usually from where my family lives. So I've never gone. The farthest like west I've gone in Jalisco has been like Tequila, <laughs> and um. And I went with my partner, but like we, right. we just went there to, of course, to have tequila. <laughs> yeah, of course, right. You have to. You have to have it from the motherland. Of course, you got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I made a mistake here. I I messed up my video, but anyways, they just keep going. I'll I'll deal with the audio. Uh, uh, how do you? Oh, <laughs> oh there's like there's stop like, share. There's a button for stop sharing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, honestly, I, I I barely use Zoom because I've been I had been using Microsoft Teams. And I don't even use Zoom in the classroom because I don't believe it. I don't right. think it works. Yeah, I, it's been it's been good to me. I just can't see myself. Oh, oh there okay. we go. I I, we're back. Okay, now I got it. I figured. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, yeah, th- those things are interesting. And oh, you said that you, uh, I, you, Zoom has been good to me so far. Yeah, I jumped into three different subjects right there. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom has been good to me. I, I haven't had any issues with it. And I tried that new, that other one. I don't know if you've heard Riverside FM. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. really I didn't really like it. But anyways. Um, but yeah. The Guad. I, I keep. Watching I know it's hard. <laughs> yeah, those things. Are inter- oh, this is what I was going to ask you. I wanted to repeat it again because I wanted to remember my question. So, you know, what I find interesting as well is that. How is it that they can find all these pyramids, but they can't, I mean, at least I don't know if they have or they haven't, I, that I know of, they haven't found a home from that era. From that era. Hmm. Oh, I think a lot of it has to do with the material that was used. I, 
And well, it depends because, for example, here in the in the Huachi Montones site, they have found like um, remnants of like homes, like the like the stone part that used to support the homes. But I think that uh, I think that they used to make them out of wood, so they decayed over time. Uh, so that's I think that's part Probably of the degradable. reason why they haven't, haven't been able to find them. Right, because yeah. they didn't have plastic or cement back then, obviously, right? Well, at least that we think of, because it's 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 crazy. I just found out the Greeks had a steam engine. I don't oh, know how true that is, right? To me. Right, well, <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but it's like, if they had the steam engine back then, what the hell are we missing? Like, what did these people knew? Like, obviously, they knew a lot more than what we think, because look at the, look at the, the structures yeah. they built. And that ar- architectural, some sort of, definitely have ar- architectural significance. Uh, sophistication right right and i mean um and i'm sorry i'm looking at one of these images from, from the guachi montones no and uh, yeah and it looks like like um it's believed that they used to ha- used to build like these kind of these these homes on top of where the where those stone platforms were yeah oh i mean the the pyramids in the god the god in egypt right those are tombs right they're apparently they're tombs from what i so is it the same thing with the pyramids on, on this side of the world? I, I keep calling them pyramids. What do we call them? Temples. Is it the same yeah. thing? No, I know that in some of them that they have found, I guess, uh, the bodies. I don't know if, if it's the bodies of people of, of royalty, per se. Like I, um, I know that they said that they found folks who were executed, right, in, in ceremony and stuff like that, in certain ceremonies and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, but not to my understanding, at least, at least about... Um, I'm not so familiar about the the ones from like, uh, for example, like from uh, Mexico City and um, and Teotihuacan. I haven't I haven't studied too much about them, um, but um, from my understanding, they were mostly used for like I guess ceremonial purposes. The only the only um, you know um, exception I think is this is the Guachimontones. So like one of the my friends who was studying this archaeological site says that. That they think that they were that they had that they that they used this site kind of like as an administrative site. So like it was a place where like like the chiefs and stuff gathered, like you know, to like I guess to have meetings and stuff, mm. um, and stuff like that. But I don't know the details. I have to finish. I have to finish reading my friend's master's thesis. Well, no actually. worries, no worries. We're we're imagine. here sharing what you know so far. So that's what you know so far. I'm that's going great. From memory <laughs> from what I read. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome that you can that you can that you that you that you chose this subject. To, to learn it and to teach it and, and, and pass it on because a lot of the things that, that like that I've seen on your TikTok, like I said earlier, for me, they were erased. For me, I didn't even know about those. I, I didn't even think that was part of history, to be honest. And that's why, that's why I sent you the message. I was like, wow, this is interesting. I didn't even know this was part of history. So that's why I wanted to talk to somebody that's, that's studying the, that, you know, and maybe... They can share it with me, and uh, they can share it with everybody else that's listening, and you know, get it out yeah, there because it needs to be said. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, and one of the reasons that I, I guess, that I really gravitated towards making the channel, right, was that, you know, I get frustrated, right, because like sometimes these were really cool things to learn, but the thing is that you know, unless you're a student who studies it, like this sort of information, it just it stays stuck in the classroom, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, like, you know, like, uh, well, at least let me make a video about it, and. You know, and some some something that I also like to do is like I like to also include where I got the information from. So, you know, so if people want to learn more. It's like, OK, well, Facts. don't take my word for it. Here's the source that I cited. You want to learn more in detail besides this one or two minutes that I shared. Um, here's the book. Here's the article. This is just my presentation on it, you know, because um, 
you know, because I know also like, you know, people are busy people. So not everyone could always like sit down and read a book or an article. Yeah. You know, like, so it's like, here you go. And then, you know, another thing too is that some of these things are, are like not accessible to everybody, right? Like, for example, some of the books that I'm getting that I collect information from, some of them are like years old and you can't really access them. Um, or some of these books are really expensive, right? One of the books that I recommended was, it's like 60 bucks now. Mm. Um, and, nice. um, and some of the books that I cited in some of my older videos, you can only get them in Mexico. Um, or, or you'll be lucky if you can find them in a university library sometimes. So, you know, so that's why I feel like I'm trying to do like, okay, like, you know, if someone wants to learn more, here's the name of the source, you know, if you can, if you could get access to it or not. Right. Do, do the, do the, the Mayans and all those, uh, civilizations, do they write books? Did they? Yeah, they did, but unfortunately they were burned, you know? Um, so one of the things that, um, that happened a lot that. during the, during the first, uh, the first 200 years of the Spanish conquest was that there was a huge book burning campaign. So the Spaniard, the, the Spanish furs and, um, mostly the Spanish furs, right? The religious ones, um, they were, they were trying their best to eradicate anything that they felt um, could be used to spread pagan practices, what they felt were pagan practices. So, I mean, you see images of this also. I actually did one of the videos on, um, it was the video that I did on the, uh, on the, it was from the, it was the video I did on Tlaxcala from the, the, the two spirit people from Tlaxcala mm. and, and actually included an image of, right, of, of, um, of the indigenous people depict, uh, of indigenous people depicting um, when the Spaniards were burning their books. So like, you know, they burned books by the hundreds, you know. Um, and, you know, the ironic thing is that, you know, um, is that, um, you know, some of these Spanish friars actually felt guilty for burning all of their books. Right. Um, and so should. what some of them did, yeah, they did. And what some of them did was, um, you know, to kind of, I guess, since they felt guilty for it, that's why they started writing their own kind of like chronicles and history, right, of like, of the particular town or the, the areas that they were staying in, you know, that's how we have um, the source known today as the Florentine Codex. It's, it's, I think it's 13 volumes. If I remember correct, I don't know if it's 10 or 13 volumes. I have to mm-hmm. look back at my notes, but, um, but yeah, it's the one where uh, it's, it's the Florentine Codex is like the most cited, like, you know, um, primary source for folks wanting to learn about, you know, ancient, like, I guess, Mesoamerican specifically Nahuatl, uh, which mm-hmm. refers to people who spoke Nahuatl. Uh, from central Mexico, like their customs, like that's always the go-to source. Mm. Um, but again, that source came out because the Fray Bernardino de Sagun, who was kind of in charge of this book burning campaigns, you know, like was like, oh man, like this sucks. Like, you, you know, um, we got to, you know, um, ironically, right, decided like, okay, I guess we should probably conserve this history and knowledge, even if it, you know, if it comes, quote unquote, comes from the pagans, you know. Yeah, you, you know, if it was the Catholic Church that burned the, all those books, I don't know how true it is, but I keep hearing this, that the, the Vatican has a secret library. What, do you contemplate that idea of that there some of those books being in there? Definitely, I think it's plausible. I mean, there's definitely codices. Um, there's definitely indigenous codices that are held by the Vatican. Like, I know like, one of them even... Um, I cited one of them in one of my old videos. Um, I forget which one it was, but there's one called the the Codex Codex Vaticanus B. Um, I forget which one that which group that pertains to. I think I think that one has to do with the Mexica. I don't recall. 
but yeah, the, like I mean, there's even like like um, and there's even um private church uh, libraries that have indigenous codices like back like uh, for example the Relacion de Michoacán, which it, I had just mentioned earlier, um, mm-hmm. is kept in the it's it's kept in the the library the, a library known as La Escritorial um, in Spain. You know, so it's not in Mexico. It's in the, that that indigenous source that pertains to native people from Mexico, it's in Michoacan. And we'll, you'll see a lot of that too, like, you know, like a lot of these sources that you want to access that have to do with like indigenous groups in Latin America. Um, you have to go to like Spain or Europe to access them, mm-hmm. right? Because they're in somebody's library or some church archive or something like that. Yeah, but I they say that the, uh, do you know about the, la- the Library of Alexandria? Uh, yeah, well, just about the, I mean, I know the legend of it being burned out. Yeah, it, so. yeah, but just uh, just that's enough for the for for the sake of the of what I'm gonna say. Well, I think so allegedly it was burnt an accident, but I mean, I don't think it was burnt an accident. I think they went in there with a purpose, and just like oh, they, yeah. just like they came to this side with a purpose and getting rid of history, they succeeded. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The good thing is there's still remnant enough enough uh remnants is the right word, um, of 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 history the some people that are smart enough can actually still read it you know and 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 they're able to put pieces together so they're now a, a lot of it is coming is coming out to be true how how dirty the game the game was played by those people right and i i get upset when when i think about how they came here and and they raped the line and they took everything they erased the history of this they erased all that but it's it's a, I'm, it, I'm how do I put how do I say this? It's a mixed feeling that I have because I'm, I don't want to say I'm happy because thing things at least for for my for my situation thing things are good I, I could say and I I like what has turned into because of the opportunity this is this is gonna be. Really delicate to put in words, but I like what yeah. it, what is turned into. I like it because it's it, it's getting more innovative. People are are not. I don't know if they're not as oppressed, but we have more rights. I mean, during the pandemic, a lot of those were taken, obviously, right? And but but I I, I like where 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 we are at today that we can choose to do. Like what we're doing right now, you have your your YouTube channel, your TikTok, and and you're quite successful at it by doing your facts, right? And I like that we can do that, but I don't like how it was obtained, and it it's a mixed emotion that I don't know if to really feel happy for for where we're at or feel sad for what what has happened. What do you think yeah, of that? I mean, it's it's complicated, you know. I I, I mean, I've definitely heard people like, you know, make that you know, like make certain arguments before, you know, um, and, you know, at the end of the day, my conclusion about that is that like, well, you know, at the end, it's all hypothetical, you know, we can't really say, you know, that things would or, or would not be a certain way if it wasn't for colonization, you know, because I mean, who knows? I mean, like, let's say if the colonization didn't happen or something like that, you know, who's not to say we would have not been still trading or something, right? Yeah. That's somewhere down the line. As well, yeah, you know, you're right. But um, I mean, I don't know, but again, it's, a lot of it's a lot of what ifs, but yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you know, there was this, um, and I was remind, I'm just remembering this quote that I read from one, uh, from this book from a historian. Her name was, no, not a historian. She was a literary uh, scholar. Um, is it? 
the name of the book. I don't remember. But anyways, one of the powerful quotes uh, it was by Cynthia Stone where, you know, she was talking about, um, you know, um, that's some, that, you know, like that um, for those of us who are kind of like the survivors of the descendants of those survivors, right? We kind of end up having to live with this guilt, right? Of having survived, right? <laughs> because it's like, we're left with this, like, what if, right? As you said, right? Because mm-hmm. on the one hand, it's like, you feel like, yeah, it's cool that we're like, we live in this interconnected world, you know, unfortunately it occurred, you know, as a result of colonization, you know, but at the same time, it's like at what cost, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're, for the survivors, we're the children of those survivors, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I think, you know, in my opinion, you know, I feel like the best way to honor my ancestors, right? Or our, our ancestors, right? Who, who passed on in the past, you know, from that violent encounter, you know, I feel like one way of honoring them is through, is through, through this kind of history, you know, um, you know, like in the histories that I, that I do, I try not to like, you know, um, you know, I, I do make an effort where like, you know, I talk about like the cool things, you know, like about, you know, these native cultures, right. Versus like somebody who's just writing videos for just publishing videos, for example, of like, you know, like Aztec sacrifice and stuff like that, right? Like, mm. because it'll give them viewers and, you know, and basically demonizing the the native cultures, right? Right. And, you know, and so what I'm trying to do here is like kind of like, you know, kind of talk about like, you know, like the, the positive aspects, right? Instead of just constantly focusing on like, you know, negative aspects of the past or like, or, you know, or just kind of replicating the the propaganda that the, that the Spanish wrote about indigenous people, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, and when I can, you know, I talk about, you know, kind of the atrocities committed, you know, um, during the period of colonization that a lot of people don't really know about, you know, because we act um, for those who, 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 um, who, uh, who didn't go like to university, right, or, or didn't, um, or didn't take classes on this kind of history at university, right. Um, you know, some don't know about like the extent to which, like, you know, don't know the extent about like a how, how bad some of these atrocities were, right? Um, so I, I, do t- I do hint at that, you know, here and there in some of my videos. Yeah, that, that's why I'm saying that I, I, I as well have mixed emotions about it because like, like, you, like you keep saying, hypothetically, it's, it's what if. If that wouldn't have happened, where would we be? And yeah, but it, it's, it's like, like I'm telling you, I'm, like I said, I'm happy that it's gotten to this point, but uh, I'm not happy of how. And, you know, maybe maybe it would have turned out the same way, but with a different road, maybe. We don't know. Uh, but the good thing is things are changing for now. Things are, are, are looking better, you know, for, 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 for everybody who is deemed to be different, which I don't see how. You know, you got two legs, two eyes, two arms. I don't know how you're different, but just, you're, you, you, you look the same as me. Two legs, two arms. I'm a little darker, <laughs> but, you know, that's all right. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. Well, Daniel, man, I, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for giving me um, this conversation. Uh, there, there's I, I've learned some facts. Um, and I appreciate you, you giving me the, the time and the opportunity to, to have this conversation with you. And yeah, um, go ahead and uh, plug your, your TikTok, your YouTube, all, all, all you got going on so we can put it out there and email me those links so I can put them in the description for this episode. Oh, that's all good. I just I just have my like TikTok live feed here thing oh, okay. going on, so I didn't like I didn't like record it all or anything like that. Oh no 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 no! no. So I can so I can promote your your YouTube on on my YouTube and uh, on the podcast too as oh, well. Okay. And your your TikTok as well. Oh, already already. I see what you. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll send it laughs> Go ahead and plug them in. 
All righty. Well, yes, that's, and that's on, so you can follow me. It's nerdosario, at nerdosario rex. I know, and I, you know people always get confused about how do you pronounce it. They're always like, nerdosario rex. I'm like, you say it with a Spanish accent, <laughs> nerdosario rex. <laughs> and they'll it's like, they'll figure um, it out. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I was inspired by my brother, by my oldest brother. Because uh, um, when we're, uh, when we're little, like we used to always, play around and say dumb names and call it, call each other dumb names. And so like one of them was like Truckasaurus from the Simpsons. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and so I'm like Truckasaurus. And then I'm like Nerdosario because I saw that that was like a popular username uh, um, once upon a time. Like, right. And I was like, I won't be Nerdosario. I'll be Nerdosario Rex. But it was just for fun. And then it just stuck. And I was just like, okay, I guess now I'm Nerdosario Rex. All right. You know, I, I was way off. My my theory was like, cause cause you consider yourself to be smart, so you consider yourself a nerd. So I thought that's where you were going with that. Oh no, yeah, well yeah, it's also a nerd, like nerdo, like a, a well, it's also like kind of a nod to like my like Chicano, I guess accent or Spanglish right. accent, right? Because instead of nerd is nerdo, well, and then Saudio and like and Rex. But I guess the so like I guess the other Easter egg with the with the dinosaur stuff is because you know I like studying like Jalisco, Central West Mexico. And that's also a region where a lot of dinosaur bones were were found oh, okay. over the years. So it's kind of oh, like a nod <laughs> also to Jalisco, Michoacan, that region, because right. uh, they found mastodon bones and stuff like that. So. Right. So so that was your YouTube, right? Or is that your TikTok, you said? Uh, TikTok. Okay. But is it underscore Nerdo underscore oh, yeah. Sario underscore Rex? Yeah. Just... Nerdo underscore Sario underscore Rex. Right. What about your YouTube? Oh, yeah. It's, it's actually the same. Okay. It's, awesome. It's, uh, awesome. I think... I don't know. I want to say I might, I might have added doctor at the beginning, but I would have to double check. But I have, there's a link tree on my TikTok, though. So. I'll, I'll go ahead and put that as well in the description so that if anybody wants to check you out, they can go ahead and check you out. Hey, and I, and I re, like I said, I, I really appreciate I really appreciate you and, and, and your time. And uh, I, I hope that you keep doing all these facts that you've been working on, man, because they're so interesting. I, I, I want to keep seeing them. I, wa I want you to keep succeeding at this because... I don't know anything about anything, but I think you're doing a great job. Just throwing it out there. Awesome. Uh, thanks, man. Well, thanks for having me on. <laughs> no, no worries, man. We should do this again sometime in the near future so we could keep this conversation going because maybe you've learned something else by that time and you could teach me as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you very much again. I appreciate your time. All right, man. Take care. All right, you as well. Well, that was Daniel. Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folk, I told you this was going to be interesting. Those history facts that we've learned today, I hope it gets all this story that, 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 that was erased, I hope it gets told because it needs to be said. It needs to be shared. We need to know. Everybody needs to know the facts of this, the, the real facts of what really happened. And that being said... That was really, really fun. That was the wrong one. Dun, 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 R2 cents. That's not the one I wanted to end it with, but this is the one I really want to end it with. See, I messed it up. I told you I would mess it up, 
and I told you I will, and I did it. And that being said, that's it for today. I appreciate everybody's time. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the other stuff. And I'm working on something great that's coming up soon. It's coming up. It's going to come in hot and fast. Once it's up, it's going to be up and ready. And like I tell you, I tell you, man, I tell you. Thank you very much for listening to Our Two Cents.